What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, we're back. It's the first of the month, Ali. It is the first of the month, and uh, this podcast remains delicious no matter what time of the year you're listening to it. But happy first of May to you. Uh, it is. Uh, it's the beginning of summer in almost every every place in the world. Uh, okay, let's not 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 Australia, but you summer? know what I mean. Is it summer? It's, I don't it's think the it's beginning. You don't think it's summer, huh? I don't no, mean. May. I don't mean June twenty first. I'm not going technical here. Okay. I'm going. I'm talking about birds, bees. Okay. I'm talking about emails from people who are like, "Hey, man, just wondering if you want to get together for a coffee." Okay. These okay. are people whose careers have stagnated, but now they think a conversation with you is going to reignite some passion in them. You know that kind of thing. It, it's it's a, it's a belief that anything is possible. Okay, and that's what's really okay. happening right now. I define summer by shorts, t-shirt, the sun, <laughs> That's another way sunscreen, things, you know, yeah, but yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. different, different strokes for different folks. I mean, you're right? wearing sunscreen by February, Marco. So that also ruins the entire thing. Uh, speaking of which, if that's how you define summer, you've already had your summer, my friend. You just recently got back from Hawaii. I did. Oh man. I, I just love Hawaii. If you haven't been, it is, it is a place to go for sure. I have not been. And for our for our, our our listeners who are like, oh, how come you're you're twice a month now instead of every week? That's why we have to we have to figure in time for Marco's vacationing, and that has right. been difficult too. And we want to give you a quality episode. We don't want him on the beach going, get away from me, kid. Or Listen. or hey, kid, come and put suntan lotion on my legs. If we're talking about who travels more, you're always on some sort of uh, plane or train or something. Lately, you were just yes. Lately, you were yes. just up north, right? You were yeah, just... yeah. I was at uh, I was at something very not similar to Hawaii. I was in the Yukon, but I will say that similar to you, I, I had the absolute best time. I was wow. I did a my tour is a, this food based tour called Does This Taste Funny. Right. And I talk about a variety of ethnic foods. And I was like, is this going to work in places like Whitehorse in the Yukon? Just sure. a few kilometers, uh, a handful of kilometers away from Alaska and, you know, northern Canada. Is this going to work? It landed so well. Oh, that's so my great. book, uh, you know, I sell my book, um, Is There Bacon in Heaven? I sell this book after the shows. Most copies I've ever sold. In oh, fact, so I ran good. out of copies for other cities because I didn't budget it. I had no way of knowing that people would be so interested. And so I, I got a lot of love. I met a lot of great people, a lot of kind-hearted people. I'm very, very happy to uh, – and, and actually planning to go back to uh, Whitehorse next year. That's oh, that's amazing. Really Shout yeah. out to Whitehorse. Shout out to Whitehorse. Yeah. Um, I was on the island Isle of uh, Kauai. And there was there is a incident that happened in the '90s where there was a hurricane or something that blew open some cages that had chickens, and so now there's all these feral chickens and roosters all over the <laughs> island. Yeah, and so at six fifteen, all you hear is roosters, not just one rooster like you would on a farm, but many roosters just calling you to get up. And I'll tell you, every day I was hungry for chicken. The whole day, the rooster set me set my, you know, gastric juices flowing for for poultry. Is that a um, is that a pleasant way to wake up? That type you know, of a, a rooster's or whatever. I don't know what noise they uh, make. I'll be honest with you, like you know, at first, it, like you see, you, I was aware that there were going to be a lot of uh, chickens and roosters on the yeah. island, and uh, at first, it's charming. And then you're like, oh, this is early. And then you're like, well, that's just how it is here. And then I looked forward to it. Sure. When we went when we went to the island of Hawaii, I wasn't hearing those uh, roosters anymore. And I kind of missed it. So you do that's, get used to it. That's good. You know, we go through this. Um, we have a few trees in our backyard and they are well populated with birds. And our neighbors have even more trees, larger trees. These are like, you know, legacy trees. Sure. And uh they're basically, we shouldn't even call them trees. They're just birds' homes. And so these guys get amped up oh, around wow. 5.30 in the morning all, all summer long. So we um, we were like going to put in thick black curtains to like, you know, kind of soak up some of the noise of these yeah. birds and maybe get a machine. And then like you, at some point you go, you know what? 
Is it the end of the world if I wake up at 5.30? A beautiful you know, summer morning. Sun sure. is just going to be coming up soon. Maybe I do a couple of push-ups or something. Who knows, huh? Maybe you have a healthy drink. I don't know. I don't know. The world is my oyster. So in the end, we have zero curtains and we just go, okay, windows are open. Let, let the birds are, birds are coming soon. Nature's alarm clock. Nature's, Nature's alarm, alarm clock. clock. Exactly. Um, very brave of you to go to Hawaii, by the way. Uh, home, I, you of know, the, uh, home of the weapon that can that can murder you personally. Oh, um, yes. You know, yeah. We talked about uh, so, this on the podcast before, but Marco, you can yeah definitely explain. I, your, I'm, a, I'm allergic enemy. to passion. F- yeah, I'm allergic to yeah. passion fruit. And I never really encounter here in Toronto. No, no. It's not, when it's he not says I'm allergic to pro- passion fruit in Canada, people go, oh, thanks for giving us the most irrelevant fact about you. But yeah. you go to Hawaii, yeah, like, whole different ballgame. I, I tell them in both, you know, uh, the Hawaiian word for uh, passion fruit, which is lilikoi. <laughs> And I say it in in the English translation of it, which is passion fruit, just to make sure I, it is understood on all levels. Because you know, sometimes when you refer to something as something, you might not think of it as something else. Yeah. And they always are like, "Oh, good to know," and they're like jotting it down. And I can see them underlining on their on their scratch pad. I'm like, "Oh man, sweating!" So beads of sweat start forming on their forehead. Oh, yeah, no, so I. I eat no dessert when I'm there. Like yeah. so many of the desserts have it. So it's like, that's the only thing and that cocktails I, probably also, you got to watch out. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm drinking, I'm, I'm, I'm cautious with it because they have beautiful cocktails there. I, I will admit. Yeah. And a little passion fruit, uh, you know, sometimes passion fruit is so, I mean, have you ever met anybody else with a passion fruit allergy? No, I haven't. I haven't. Right. So you can imagine if you're a bartender and you're feeling creative around the rim that you are sure. going to then sugar or salt, use a piece of passion fruit, yep. just light up, you know, that little scent around the rim of the glass. And all of a sudden you've murdered a, a nice Italian fellow from Canada. Yeah. I will say this. Here's a little hot tip for anyone who's traveling uh, to, you know, lands where, where they may encounter, encounter things they're allergic to. I always have a, a antihistamine with you. So whether you put that in your wallet or if you have a purse, always have antihistamine with you because if you're out and especially if you don't speak the language and you encounter something that is a reaction, you have that you can take right away before sure. you can figure out. Because that happened to uh, my wife in Mexico City. She had a reaction and then I had to run to a pharmacy and try to convey yeah. uh, with my with my bad Spanish what I needed. <laughs> she was fine. She was fine. It all worked out. Um, what is her allergy? It, well... It's a strange one. You think passion fruit is strange, but she's allergic to exoskeletons. So any bugs or crab shells or crustacean shells. And in Mexico City, they they do guacamole where they put little grasshoppers like on top. And we're like, yeah, let's try it. That's awesome. And then she realized, oh, that's an exoskeleton. I shouldn't be having that. So she's – she – she hails from the Atlantic side of yes. uh, whatever Canada or America, wherever, right. sh- whatever she tends to lean towards on a day to day basis. She's either American or Canadian, but either mm-hmm. way, New Brunswick or Maine, right? Uh, 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 Massachusetts, Boston. Massachusetts. Okay, yeah. either way, uh, shellfish pretty pretty big in both those yeah. areas, and she's got to avoid it. No, she's fine with shellfish. She just can't eat the shell. So as long as she's not eating, like the only shellfish you where you eat the shell crab shell. You're talking about like soft shell crab. Soft shell crab is where it comes in. Or if she she's got to be aware when she's eating shrimp to make sure that she doesn't accidentally eat the 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 shell. It has to be peeled. But that doesn't happen. And she's like, and once again, we're both our allergies are not so severe. We just have reactions. Hers is a bit more severe than mine. She'll get hives, but um, you know, still. Oh, we have I to thought be you aware. died. I thought this could no. kill you, passion fruit. No, not yet. Like, uh, fortunately, I haven't. Had, <laughs> I haven't had it in such great quantities for that to happen. So, based on based on my experiences thus far, yeah, it's it's been it's been fine. Let's say. Yeah. Well, the summer is young, my friend, and I yeah. still have to have you over. So we'll see what oh, we can do. Man. Okay? man, I'm going to test you. Let's see if you have your. Antihistamine on you at right. the Hassan House. All uh, right, buddy. Um, speaking of uh, mouth-watering food items, I mean, this is – and I, listen, let me, let me just say this. To anybody who knows this world, my South Asian friends and listeners in particular, understand that I understand that this could be a podcast on its own. And sure. we are doing the great disservice of s- shrinking it all into – 
one episode and not even a full episode. I talk yeah. for a bit and then I, sometimes I let you talk, you know, and then you're sure. going to yeah, talk yeah. about something. So we're going to talk about chat, chat. That is C-H-A-A-T. Two A's are important. If you put chat, you know, the chat GPTs are coming. And you know what? A chat GPT, not a bad idea. You just put okay. in different possibilities for your chat and then the recipes come up. Um, let's invent that. Let's make millions. Okay. <laughs> Done. 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 Um, Chaat is Indian street food, also known in Pakistan, also known all, all over South Asia. And it is, you're going to hear me suck back saliva in my mouth so many times because it is, it is a celebration of so much different flavor. Uh, is it healthy for you? Why are you even asking? All right. Just stay away from those questions. That is not the point. That's not what we were talking. We're talking about Indian snacks. We're not talking about health. We're talking about absolute deliciousness. And, you know, it's, but it's not a snack like like potato chips. It, Let's is, just get that it is potato chips on the best steroids money can buy, it's, my friend. It's life changing. So. Yeah. I, I've I've had a chat experience as well. That oh, basically, do tell. Okay, so I went to Mumbai, um, and we were we were staying in in a decent hotel, and we would have their, um, you know, they they would set up a a buffet style uh, lunch and dinner, right? And I remember going, and I was like, oh, this looks really interesting, and putting some on my plate, but I didn't know what it was. Like, uh, you know, uh, you know, full disclosure, I didn't know what it was, but I was like, just having a great time. I was there for work and I, and I take a bite of it. I'm like, this is amazing. And I go back several times. I had it every day. I would ask people what it was, but I didn't understand what they were saying. Like totally. I just didn't, I, I, can, I, just, I can picture that. I can picture having shot for the first time with no knowledge of it is and being like, what is going on here? Yeah. Is and asking, this, yeah. Asking what is this? And then they tell me, but because I had never seen the word or heard the word, yes, I came home and all I could do was describe it to my South Asian friends to say, what is this wonderful thing? Where do I find it? And so- And were your descriptions uh, strong enough that people knew what you were talking about? Not really. People were like, "Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyways, I I throw the ball back to you because you'll you'll do it justice. I mean, I I would love to hear your description so that we can mock it later, but let's, uh, you know what? You've- You've not had the best sleep, Marco. I'm yep. waking you up and, and and making you talk about this. So let's not abuse Marco at this particular particular juncture of the show. We will have time to do that, but, but oh, maybe you not will right now. Um, you will. That's good. Um, so so chat is this. It's it's like this category. It's an entire category of whether you want to say snacks or Indian street foods, and it has been described as a. Um, a symphony of flavors and textures. And I, I love that description because that is exactly what it is. It is also something for those of you who are creative people, it allows you to flex your own creative muscles. It is, it, it reaches into the various arenas of Indian food and takes some of the best of all these flavors and puts it one. It's also, you could really describe it as kind of a kitchen sink snack. Because yeah. it does look like one of those things where people just reach into their fridge and go, what else can go on this? And right. I'm sure there are limits. You know, I wouldn't, if somebody's like, hey, can I put uh, pickles on here? I'd be like, listen, there's already tangy things. You don't, don't go overboard. Uh, can I put whatever olives here? I would say, no, just calm down. But let me describe this to you. This is like a, a multi-layered things. The beauty of chat is the layers. So I liken it in a way, if I'm, if I'm explaining to somebody who's never had chaat, think about the first time you saw like a seven layer dip, you know, Mexican style dip. Okay. And this harmony of like bean and sour cream and tomatoes and onions and guacamole and whatever else to get to seven or nine layer dips. Those layers are very important. And the first time you're having it, you're like, wow, what is happening here? So, so let's go through this layers uh, and 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 the various textures that make up this this snack. So, but it's not the, layered like a dip. It's not That's, layered like a dip. Visually, can't. it does not look anything like a dip. But it does have. You start with something, you build on that, you build on that, and you build on that. Because for me, this is important, Ali. I don't know if you can see this. We're we're not in the same uh, studio. And believe me, I wish we were because. 
the just watching your mouth as you try one of these things would have been amazing. So what you're showing me are what are called golgape. Okay. Yes. That's not so that's that, that's, that's part of that that's in the family. That's that the changed family. my life. That changed my life. That changed yes. my life. Yes. I will never have an experience like it's 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 beautiful and sad. It's bittersweet because it changed my life. It changed my palate. And I know I will never have that first time trying such a wondrous <laughs> thing again in my life. I love it. And I'm in search for that experience. Yeah. But now all I can do is share the experience with people who haven't had it to see yeah. their reaction. And anyway. it does sound, uh, and, and, and logically, it does sound like right now I'm listening to the ramblings of a drug addict, right? You oh, want sure, that for first sure. hit. You're looking for that. You're, you're chasing, yeah. the, uh, chasing the dragon. Yeah. And I'm on board. That might yeah. sound like her hyperbole to other people. Right. No, this is really something. So we're going to get to Gold Cup. Okay. I'm going to okay. talk Sorry. about that I, in some depth too. But I, I, I no, no. You, I love okay. that you brought that up, Brett. Okay. Because you showed me the Gold Cup. Gold Cup are this, 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 this basically um, deep fried, puffy, um, you know, a snack. It's, it's like picture, you know, when you, if you ever see bread rising and it becomes, you know, when, when somebody's making a roti and it yeah. rises and it's this big kind of rugby ball on a, um, on an iron skillet, picture that one tenth of its size, very small yeah. and completely crispy and holds yeah. the shape. So it's not bread. It's a crispy snack. It's a crispy snack and, and it's, it's delicate. delicate. It's delicate. It's got, you got to crack it, just the top and put stuff in it. So but, that is but the it can starch. hold stuff. It holds and it can hold stuff. It must it can hold, hold stuff. It must yes. hold stuff. And it can yeah. hold like liquid. Like it's surprisingly capable of doing the Lord's work is the only way I can describe it. <laughs> I love it. So. You start with a starch. And in that okay. case, in the golgape or the pani puris, you start with that puri. Those are called puris and pani means water. But oh my God, what a what a misnomer that is. That doesn't even come close to describing what you're about to have. Yeah. But your starch can be those sort of... Um, you know, those little crispy snacks, fried bread fritters, yes. which are much more dense and flat. Uh, it can be crispy puffed rice at its base if you want to go simple. My favorites include chickpeas, not a yeah. starch, I understand, but kind of a starchy flavor to them, or samosas. And they can be vegetarian samosas with peas and potatoes in them, or they can be chicken samosas. So that's that's your base. You know, as I'm talking about layers, that's your first layer. And and again, Mark, as Marco suggested, don't don't think about symmetry here because it's it kind of looks insane at the end, and it all comes together. But it is not like um, a symmetrical layer, layer, layer. As you can imagine, you have either triangular stuff or circular yeah. stuff or puffy stuff. So those starches are your base. That's your that's your foundation. Like any good home, it has to be built on a solid solid foundation. Same goes for every great chaat dish. Then you're thinking about some kind of vegetables to add to it. And they're typically raw or in the case of potatoes, boiled potatoes. Okay. All right. So you often add raw chopped tomatoes, raw onions, boiled potatoes in there. You can also have some chopped up cilantro. I think that also comes in. Not, I think I'm going to tell you that that also comes in much later, but that can also be part of it uh, right now. This is where you can flex some creativity. Let's say you wanted some chopped up, uh, minced, uh, you know, zucchini, or you wanted some minced, um, I don't know, broccoli in there. You can get a little wild. Now you might be upsetting some purists, but you can right. do that here. If okay. you want. Next thing to go on top of that is a chutney. Yep. And these chutneys, it's usually more than one. When we do it, it's usually more than one. And they are a combination of sweet, spicy, tangy. This is where my mouth starts to, uh, starts to water. My favorite chutneys are the following two, and you can do a, a variety of things. My first favorite is a tamarind chutney. Okay. Which has a very, if you know what tamarind is, tamarindo, it is very tangy, tart almost. Yep. And so yep. a lot of sugar is added to that to complement that. What I love is a date tamarind chutney. Okay. I love the sweetness of dates mixed, and they're both like these brown things. It's like this deep, deep brown, brown, almost maroon color. And you put some chili flakes in there, and yeah, you can have sugar or the um, jagri or gur, which is like unrefined Indian sugar. You can have dates, and uh, and you sort of water that. You know, you 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 thin that out a little bit so it's not too thick. It's particularly thin 
when you're doing that thing that you ate, Marco, the gold okay, yeah, or the bunny, yeah, puri, the bunny yeah. is referring to the 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 water, um, which is not water. It's much thicker than water, but it is the tamarind chutney that is thinned out and poured into those awaiting crispy puris on top I, I, of potatoes and, and and onions and tomatoes. I remember like a thin yogurt or something. In yes, my, that's, that's coming, not possible. Oh, that sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm. You're talking, and my mouth is. The, is I'm just like a. You know, a dog. It's just like a waterfall <laughs> here. But I'm so. I'm so uh, raptured by your description right now. Absolutely, it's I, so I mean, great. I'd be sad if you weren't. It's so. Uh, it, I, I I can't begin to explain that. The flavors that one experiences. I mean, this is an, uh, not a visual medium. It's not a taste medium, obviously. But folks, that's all I can say. Like, just stop, stop the bus, get off and grab yourself. But continue, Ali. Sorry. Yeah. The other the other one that I really love making. And I when I used to be a caterer, I would go out of my way to bring the ingredients and make this in somebody's home mm-hmm. because yeah, I could have made it at home. But the smell that you get in somebody's kitchen, this is the minted coriander chutney. So fresh mint and fresh cilantro go into this, uh, uh, lots of lemon juice, uh, some chili of some kind. Usually I would put like a fresh green chili or some, some cilantro, uh, some, uh, sorry, jalapeno, a little bit of salt. You can then add garlic cumin if you want to. I, I typically would with chalk just because there's so much flavor going in. And then you blend that, you puree that. And so it's very, very fresh and it's tangy. And it's a little bit spicy. And that's, that's, those are the two, two chutneys I love. You can also have like a red chutney, which is very, very spicy. It's like a a, a more sort of fiery sauce with ground chilies in it. And then you want, I mean, if you're vegan, you're not going to go in in this route in India, but I love some kind of a yogurt-based dip. Now, it can just be yogurt. It can be yogurt of different thicknesses with something that sort of calms things down and all these crazy flavors, or it can be a raita. And if it's a raita, here's where you can also, it can be a zucchini raita, it can be a um, cucumber raita, it can have various things in it. But often people just put a dollop of some yogurt on the top. Okay, so now if you're if you're thinking about this, let's let's go back to our samosa chart, my favorite type of chart. Okay, it's a samosa. Okay, you've cracked it open a little bit, mm-hmm. and so the potatoes, let's say, are already in there, or maybe it's made out of chicken. That's already in there, so you see that. On top of that, you've added uh, chopped fresh tomatoes and onions and and cilantro. You don't have to add, add potatoes if they're already in there, or you can if it's a it's if it's a um. Uh, a chicken samosa. Then you add these two chutneys, maybe a third chutney. You add some yogurt, and then there's something called chaat masala that you add on top of that. So chaat oh masala has the look of uh, garam masala. It's a brown flavor. However, as children, we would call it uh, fart powder, or in the case oh. of the pani puri, we'd call it fart water because it has something called kala namak. Kala, kala namak means black salt. And Him- okay. Himalayan yes. black salt has yep. that, you know, egg sort of um, aroma scent, yep. Sure. yep. but a very strong umami flavor. And, and mm. we have black salt in our house and I add it to my eggs sometimes. And my wife was like, oh my God, this is, this is, I, I don't want to be around you four hours from now. But uh, you know what? That's her cross the bear, not yours. Sure. So Jat Masala is a blend of spices that also has that black salt in it. And that is a great topping on top of everything, except there's a final crispy topping. Oh, man. And that final crispy topping could be sort of uh, deep fried onions, you know, deep fried noodles that are made from uh, chickpea flour. Uh, they're called save SEV. If you ever see Indian snacks, you will often see save as, as one of these snacks. Uh, you can have fried green peas, fried chickpeas. Uh, it's just, I mean, God, it doesn't, um, that is another place to flex your own, but whatever kind of crispy topping you want, you can, you can have it there and there's tons available pre-bagged. You can make your own. And that in itself is a fantastic, uh, a dish. And I'll tell you a few different types of, of chaat. Okay. So as I say, it's, 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 it's this whole category. Some of my favorites, there's alu chaat. Alu means potatoes. Yes. And uh, so it's the potatoes at the base. And then with, this is the simplest one to make, boiled potatoes, but also seasoned with a little bit of ground cumin, coriander, and, and spice. 
and then those toppings added on top of it. You can have um, chana chaat. Chana means chickpeas. So you can have chickpeas with then all those uh, toppings. And those chickpeas would typically be, um, you know, stir fried with some tomatoes and spices sure. and garlic and stuff like that. You can have uh, a more firm thing like alu tiki. Alu, again, potato, but tikis are like small potato galettes or potato cakes. Yum. Very delicious. And then all oh those uh, toppings on top of one, you know, hockey puck sized alu tiki. I'm a big fan. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's something called bhel puri, which which is just a bunch of crispy stuff. It is so many textures. You have puffed rice which is called bale. That's what the bale is. And then you have all these other f- strips of fried dough. And then you put the chutneys on that and the cilantro, some extra lime juice. You can add peanuts on the top. That's fantastic. You can have ones that are more yogurty, like a yogurt goes in first, a yogurt base. And then you add some of these fried fritters. And and, and that one is called daivara. Dai is yogurt. And varas are those fried dumplings that go in there. That also is in the chaat world. And then uh, one of the ones you were the, the one you were just talking about, golgappa or pani puri. Gold means round, so it's like this round, cute thing. Yeah. And you know, you crack the shell on top. It's yeah. like this little, you know, it looks like um, it looks like those Halloween lanterns. Yeah. But yeah, but, but small, the size of maybe a, a golf ball or two, you know, a little sure, bit bigger than sure. a golf ball. And you crack open the top and there's this, there's this beauty in the exercise of it. You know, if you're assembling it, putting in the potatoes and then the tomatoes and the onions and putting in those crispy bits. And then as soon as you put in that pani or that tamarind chutney, now the clock is ticking because this thing is losing its crispness. So right. the idea is to get that whole thing in your mouth right away. One bite, and uh, and it's fantastic. You're 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 chewing this thing for about a minute, and the entire time you're just igniting your taste buds in the back of your mouth. And so I'm a big fan. And and there's many. And there's also I will say, while I told you samosa chaat is my is my favorite, there is one that uh, that a lot of people are not you know would maybe don't come up. It doesn't come up as often. But there's something called fruit chaat. Oh. Uh, interesting thing, my family, my my wife's family co- thought it was because of the way chart is pronounced, chart in, in, in Urdu, in, in Pakistan, they say chart. They thought it was C-H-R-T. So okay. I met my wife and she was calling it fruit chart. And I was like, what the okay. hell is, is a, fruit a fruit chart? She's like, you're you know, supposed to get chart. nine of these fruits every exactly. month in you. Exactly. I'm like, why are you adding math and graphs <laughs> to one of the most delicious things? So this is a crazy thing. This is like, if you're not familiar with this world... You might be a little bit taken aback by the fact that you have apples sure. and grapes, and then you're putting black salt and chaat masala on those things. But this is very common. Even my father, when he would cut up an orange, he would often put a salt or black salt on an orange. And that has to do with the climate in South Asia. You're losing sure. so much sodium in your sweat because of so many days above you know, uh, 30 degrees Celsius, right. Uh, over whatever it is, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. You're yeah. really like, you're, you're constantly working on, on replenishing your, your sodium levels. And so they do that even with fruit. And so fruit chart, not my personal favorite, but for my wife's family and the chart lovers, I thought, I thought I would, uh, I would definitely give it a little shout out, but again, CH double a t look up chart look up these variety of things and as i look through these ingredients that i've listed pretty much widely available you know and i i like i said i traveled to whitehorse and i was in these smaller cities and towns and i have like an eight minute joke about samosas so first thing i have to do is like how many of you know what samosas are and to hear like 70 80 percent of a room of 300 people clap in a small town right gives me the confidence to say almost everything here will be available almost everywhere you are and if not exactly where you are within a 45 hour minute drive of where you are you should be able to find um uh, samosas and and the the rest of these ingredients that might have either at an indian grocer or you know in, in bigger cities most groceries will have mexican section indian section international right. section you'll be able sure. to find these yeah it's 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 incredible. I'm 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 impressed with how you covered it in the time that we had there, Ali. Like, <laughs> well done, well done. And you know, I just want to say, you know, it's it's hard to compare it to anything else because it's its own thing, right? 
So, really you know, to, to be like, okay, here, I can present it to our listeners um, with as a seven layer dip. It really is its own thing. And uh, it is. And, and uh, you know, the reason impossible. I bring up the dip is to, to give you the idea that sure. you're going to be putting things on top yeah. of things yeah. on top of things, and they're all going to complement each other. And while you may not always put those things together, mm-hmm. as soon as your nacho chip goes in and takes a bite, you're like, this all works and yeah. I want more immediately. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for having that experience in India. I'm sorry people didn't know what the hell you were talking about. No, I mean, here's the thing. I'm trying to describe it to people who are like, that's not what, that's not the chat that I'm used to. And I'm describing it the way the one I had. Right. And they're like. I think it's this, and I would try to look things up. Yes, and, like, and that I mean, I, I I kind of alluded to that, but it should be mentioned that top down, you know, all of South Asia, it's one of those things. You travel a hundred kilometers, and it's like, no, no, this is how you make jar, yep. and you go here. For people like us who, and I include myself and yourself in the same group, those of us who are outside of South Asia, who don't have any particular, you know, like when you're in Italy, you would be yeah. like, no, that's how this pasta is made. And some people go, what are sure. you talking about? In Sicily, we make it this way. Exactly. As, as, as people who don't live in South Asia, we can step back and all we got to do is enjoy. We don't yeah. have to judge. We don't have right. to connect. The Buddha said, the Buddha said, attachment leads to, Marco? Enlightenment. Suffering. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Can you go back and read your Buddha, please? I wasn't expecting to be quoted on religious scholars and deities and what today. Like, Jesus. Attachment leads to suffering. That's that's actually uh, something to, you know, remind all you sports fans of as well, but also to remind people who are too connected to an ideology. I am this. I am that. Amen. Just take a step back and there's a lot of things you can enjoy out there in the world, including the whole world of judge. Amazing. Well, listen, you're going to have to be gentle with me now because I'm, uh, I'm, I did research and I, I just thought the best beverage that I can pair with today's episode is a lassi. Oh yeah. And, and so yeah. I'm coming to you like this, this isn't my world, but I'm coming to you. Well, I'll tell a, you first thing, yeah. not your world. Uh, yeah. Lassi, Lassi, pronounced Lassi. Yeah. So Lassie. that we don't get into the world of the, the dog who, uh, right. who had many, uh, you know, much has been written and filmed about this dog. It's Lassi. And Lassie. as we were talking about sodium, yes. I was about to mention Lassi actually, but well, I'll let you, you, you take it away from here. Yeah. Okay. So for our listeners who haven't had the pleasure of encountering a Lassi yet, a Lassi is an Indian yogurt-based beverage with a smoothie-like consistency. It's been called the most popular traditional yogurt-based drink in India. It has also been described as best-loved summer drink. And the air conditioner of the Punjab <laughs> is the other quote. I've got three quotes. That's my favorite, the air conditioner of the Punjab. Uh, the, the word Lassi means uh, yogurt mixture with water in Punjabi. Um, I don't know if, if that's the exact translation, Ali, but that's that's what I was able to find. I'll take your word for it. I, okay. It's just been a word that's always been around for us. We've never sure. even thought of, we go, oh, what's a Lassi? It's that drink right there. I've never even considered what the word actually meant. And for our listeners who are trying to gauge where Punjab is, it's in northern India. Um, so And so, also northern Pakistan, Pakistan by the right? way, which is where my family's from. Yeah, border divided through it because... Britain. What? That's oh, why. there you go. Yeah, because they they did such a great job carving up things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just the way they want. The Brits really knew what they were doing and making a mess of the world. I'm listening, I'm reading a book right now where it talks about how Britain really carved up some countries poorly and it led oh, to yeah. a lot of problems. And, and, and they did a good job. I meet people to this day who are uh, Indian Punjabi, and I go, "We're Pakistani Punjabi," and they go. That's a thing. I go, wow, there's millions, there's millions right. of Pakistani right. Punjabis, but the British did such a good job. Yeah. And and now our, you know, Pakistan and India continue to do a good job of keeping them so separated <laughs> that you shouldn't even know about the others. Right, right. What a mess. But, shout out to Britain, huh? Shout out to Britain, indeed. Okay, so the last scene, it's enjoyed, it's enjoyed all around the year. Like, you know, there's not one, even though it's called the air conditioner of the, of the Punjab, it, you know, you can have it at Anytime, but during the hot summer days, that's when you're going to really enjoy it. Um, you know, the heat from the sun and the spicy Indian cuisine can make you sweat, like you were saying. And this yogurt-based drink will help your body to cool and 
you you kind of alluded to it. You mentioned it in in your section, but there is a salty version of this drink. Uh, I was calling it save, savory, but I noticed that it it is referred to as salty in the in the research I've done. Yeah, and in fact, growing up, Marco, I would say I was 18 years old before I knew there was anything other than the salty version. Oh, really? My oh, parents in a blender. It was the yogurt and the you know water and ice and a couple of spices in there, and and that was it. There was absolutely oh, no sweetness to it whatsoever. And as kids, we found it kind of unappealing. We were like, "What is this?" But this is like a hark back to my parents' childhood and upbringing, and 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 like generations and generations of, of, of tradition, you know? And, and so we had no appreciation of that as Canadian loser kids. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then one day I, I'm, I find out there's something called a man- mango lassi and I'm like, right. Why would you keep this from us? Why would you not tell us? And I would have been drinking lassi this entire time. That's wild, but it stands to reason. Like, you know, as a kid, you would want a sweeter version and not the salty version. And this is the eighties though, right? This is yeah. when parents didn't care what kids wanted. Remember those days? <laughs> I love What's those days. What's for dinner, mom? Dinner's for dinner. Mind your own business, right? There these were, go. These were good days. You don't think they were good days, but they were better. Kids were better off for it. And what's funny is I was only familiar with the sweet version of a lassi and not, yeah, and not right. the, the, the sweet, savory version. Sure. That's the Indian restaurants making you feel comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, can yeah. handle, he can handle this. <laughs> the mango version. Exactly. Right. So it's also it's also a, a probiotic drink, and of course, uh, if you don't know what that is, you've been living under a rock. But it you know has gut friendly bacteria in it, yeah. which is made from the yogurt or the curd. And the in some cases, the quality of your yogurt, the better the quality of the lessi, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and what's fascinating, Ali, I, I get the sense from my reading that the quality of the yogurt in India and in the Punjab region is a fantastic quality yogurt mm-hmm. and probably richer or or better than uh, the yogurts we might encounter here if you're not looking over. I think you said it right when you said a good you need a good quality yogurt because I've been I've been doing the research and I've been seeing North American versions and you know uh, South Asian versions and you know what I'm getting here is I'm getting this indication where it's like oh what they're presenting to us isn't really the authentic thing and I'll get into that when I give you the okay. recipe yeah, yeah, right? yeah definitely yeah so as we've mentioned there's a ton of varieties but they're but most are either sweet or salted and I was going to say savory but I, everywhere I saw it just they said salted 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 and it makes sense with what you were saying about getting those electrolytes and that salt in your system when you're sweating so much right um now I, the, the salted version is a mix of salt and spices, typically cumin and cardamom. Okay. Ali's nodding his head. So yeah. Cardamom can be, you know, for my parents, it would be like black pepper, cumin, salt. That's it. Yeah. Cardamom was the sweetest it would get. It still had a little bit of sweetness. Then sometimes it was sugar and cardamom with certain ants whose kids were like revolting against us. They were like, we will not do this. Uh, but as I say that, so we had a sweet version. We never had a mango version. But What's yeah. funny is the the salted version. They'll often put a, a mint leaf on the top of it, right? Sure. So if you hand this to me and I see a mint leaf, I'm gonna think it's gonna be sweet, right? Of course. But no, Marco would be wrong. He would get a slap <laughs> in his face as he took his first sip. So. Yeah. Just to get even more, you know, down the road of this of this fantastic uh, beverage. Traditionally, lassis are served in handless clay cups called kulhar. I don't know if I got that right. Um, and probably not. okay, probably not. And extra malai, yeah, which malai. is yeah. malai, which is clotted cream, or as I've been reading, uh, what is called white butter. Yeah, Malay is like people will fight each other for Malay. Yeah, they will, uh, they, yeah, that's because that sits at the top, and yeah. God forbid your sister yeah. or brother yeah. drinks the top of your drink. Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on, that's the best part. And I've never experienced the Malay on yeah. on it, so I'm like, right. what am I missing out here? And I'm looking, the, and, and so the Brits are describing it as clotted cream, but the yeah. South Asian English translation is white butter. And now I'm like, I need this in my system today <laughs> because I love a scone with clotted cream. So yeah. you know, I'm gonna love a lassi with with uh, white butter on it, right? right. Which I think right. essentially is the same thing. Uh, but once again, I also think it depends on the quality of yogurt you're getting, right? So 
All that to say, um, you know, uh, the that handless pottery cup that I was talking about, the kalhar or the kalhad, as it's sometimes called, or sometimes it's called the shikora, it was typically undecorated and unglazed, and it was meant to be disposable. And this cup has been used for yes. the past 5,000 years. And I just needed to point out this element of brilliance, all right? They're making a clay disposable cup, which means when you dispose it, it's going to disintegrate. And what do we do here in North America and Western countries in Europe is we use plastic. And if we could just go back 5,000 years to something that's been working for, for, for those many years and start using kalhars for our beverages, I would drink an espresso out of a kalhar and then throw it on the ground and let the clay disintegrate to dust. <laughs> this this to me was like so enlightened, so brilliant that I had to mention it. And my apologies if I've uh, said the name of this of this clay cup incorrectly, but uh, you know, kalhar, K-U-L-H-A-R. Yeah. Um, I just got to send shout out and brilliance to that. Okay. On, on everyone's behalf, I accept it. I okay, thank you. Shout out to the brilliance. So clotted cream for our listeners who are like, what exactly is that? It sounds gross. It's the milk or cream that is heated in a shallow pan for many hours until the cream rises to the surface and thickens or clots, hence the name, not the best name. I prefer white butter. <laughs> and then this thickened cream or white butter is then skimmed off the top and it would be placed on, on the top of the lassi. So... Ali, this is where, you know, my, my sense of awe just continues as I did more research into the Lassi, okay? In, Punj in Punjab, the uh, yogurt is traditionally made from water buffalo milk. So for me, I'm like, oh my God, it's a Lassi de Bufala. Like they're drinking <laughs> a Lassi de Bufala so in Northern India. Of I'm course like, I'm you like, would connect with that. I'm like, this is amazing. There's nothing more now than I want than a Lassi made with buffalo milk because I can yeah. already imagine what it tastes like. And I was like, just, I was just ju jumping up and down saying, why, why have I not had this yet? I've had the mango version that they make for me which is more smoothie than anything else. But I want this authentic water buffalo lassi. And you can put salt in it. You can put whatever you want. And I will drink it like it's my job. Do And next thing, you did you do the research on the water buffalo? Do they exist here in Canada? And are they giving yeah. milk to any? How do we get some? Yeah, um, so, so there are, there are um, Canadians and Americans who are making, uh, you know, mozzarella di bufala, so buffalo mozzarella from these water buffaloes. So I imagine we can get water buffalo milk, but it's going to be difficult to source. And then you would have to take the water buffalo milk and make it into a yogurt. I don't know if there's water buffalo yogurt available. I haven't gone on a search for it, but I tell you this, now I will. So stay tuned, folks. I'll let you know if I found either water buffalo milk or water buffalo yogurt. And, and then our listeners who can't wait for Marco yeah. to do this and are pausing the show yeah. and finding this out, Please get back to us. And I mean, even if it's like Nebraska, I think we'd yeah. like to know to spread out that word. Yeah. Okay. So you listed a whole bunch of chats earlier. I'm going to list some of the more popular varieties of Lassis because much like the chat, the Lassi, there's different varieties of them. We've mentioned the salted and the sweet, but I'm going to, I'm going to go in a deeper dive. All right. Starting right, with everybody. the Nam, the Namkin Lassi. Lumkeen, Lumkeen, yeah. This is Lumkeen. This is one that you were referring to. Black yeah. pepper, cumin, and a little bit of sugar to the uh, yogurt watery mixture. But I, I sense the sugar is barely detectable because from what you're saying. Yeah. Th then you've got the Mithi Lassi, M-E-T. Mithi. I don't know if you're going to get Mithi. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, that you add, that's the one where you add cardamom. Rose water, yes to rose water. I love rose water and saffron to the water yogurt mix. Wow, wow, okay, okay. Um, and and folks, and also you... some sugar. Mita mita means <laughs> sugar. Yes, there's a whole. Speaking of uh, episodes, we could do or a podcast yeah. we could do. Mitai means sweets. Ugh. Miti means something that is sweet or mita, yeah. and mitai is all those sweets that 
you know, as I say, would make fudge blush. Like it's well, insanely yeah. sweet and a, a large culprit for why we are world leaders in diabetes. Not important, not what we're right, talking about. Right. But yeah, beauty means sweet. Yeah. And folks, if you're going to make anything with rose water, less is more, folks. Less oh, is more. Oh, okay. Definitely. Definitely. Less is yeah. more. Any of those um, flower flavored syrups always go less because they're so aromatic and they have so much punch in just a little bit. All right. Going back to my lassies, I have a bang lassie, B-H-A-N-G lassie. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one I think you might enjoy. I mean, I haven't had it, but I know know about bang. I know what bang is. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know they mix it in lassie. Yeah. It's a cannabis-infused drink that contains bang, a liquid derivative of cannabis which has similar effects to other eaten forms of cannabis. Now, so folks, I thought I was just going to do an episode on a yogurt drink, on a milkshake. And now I'm in a rabbit hole of water buffalo milk, of all these fantastic things. And then you bring me that you can get a cannabis-infused Banglasi. It's legal in many parts of India and sold during Holi, 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 H-O-L-I, when pakoras containing Bang are are sometimes eaten as well. I've wow. known Ali for years now. He's never told me about uh, Pakora Bang. <laughs> uh, like, I'm just going, I'm just like, my head is exploding. Buddy, you're blowing my mind too. Uh, Honestly, I had listen. no idea. Bang was a thing that, you know, people in India, Pakistan, they'd sort of like sit under a tree and they sip on it and they're like the losers of society, you know, but these can also be used for good instead of uh, evil. Like you can also be a, a productive person who has a good time from time to time. And eat a pakora like what a what a great you get it all you get if high i can have get a pakora if i can have a water buffalo milk bang lassi yeah i think that's it i think i've lived my entire life all right i got two more for you i've yeah, got the kasar pista lassi you add pistachios and saffrons to make this version and not to leave out our bangladeshi listeners who i know there's a really big contingent out there we have the borhani which is a traditional yogurt-like drink from Bangladesh. It is made from sour doi. A doi is a traditional yogurt or fermented milk product. And this Mm -hmm. version contains green chili, mustard seeds, black salt, coriander, and mint. And it's considered to be a type of lassi. I love it. And and yeah, it, it what people would call dai in lots of parts of Pakistan is doi in, in Bangladesh. Okay. And uh, mustard seeds are huge in Bangladesh, whether it's mustard oil Mm -hmm. or it's ground mustard seeds as a seasoning for fried fish. That is a big part of, there's a spice in Bangladesh called ponchparan. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but ponchparan is is like the garam masala, uh, what that is to India. Ponchparan is this collection of spices in uh, in Bangladesh, and one of the spices is, is um, mustard seeds, and it's really like a ubiquitous spice. And I have never thought of it in lassi and yet that sounds like something super exciting to me especially with the green chilies as well yeah why not any opportunity to get spice in you that's that's what we do over there it's so solid now remember i was talking about that clotted cream or that white butter earlier i Um, cannot you know so the punjabi lassi has that on top and some people also uh like to have lassis with paranthas Pratas or Pratas, yeah. Pratas, yeah, yeah, thank sure. you. Yeah. And 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 they will often put that um, white butter on on the Prantha as well. Oh, yeah, yeah of course and they so, will. Like my, my head is like just spinning. So then, Ali, I go to get some <laughs> recipes. I'm like, I'm going to get some recipes so I have the recipes to give to our listeners, right? And so I'm searching on different online uh, forums. And I went on to one and I can't even tell you the amount of comments, negative comments on this one person's recipe. And they were saying, like, you don't add water, only restaurants add water to increase profits. Don't use non-fat yogurt. This tastes nothing like a lassi. I've had a lassi in India, and this doesn't come close. And it was oh, just yeah. controversy and controversy. I'm like, oh, man, this is – this. Th- th- you do not joke when it comes to this beverage, my friends. People take it really serious, and they know what they like, right? Well, as you, as you illustrated with the ingredients list, mm-hmm. not complicated. No. And this uncomplicated yeah. – thing 
has yielded so much joy and actual health benefits for generations. And somebody comes along and takes out the flavor or the health benefits or the traditional, you know, sort of beauty of it all. They're going to get abused. I get that. It's the same way I abuse people who are like, you know, yeah, I'm going to add chorizo to my poutine. I'm like, you could do that, but please don't spread that as gospel because there is absolutely no need to add anything to a poutine. I agree with you 100%. Especially when they start adding lobster and caviar and really high-end items. You're you're, you're shooting the the poutine in the foot, really. You really are. Uh, Yeah. All right. So here's the first recipe on how to make a sweet lassi. And this is taken from vegrecipesofindia.com by Dasana Amit. Okay. Not too much much hate mail for Dasana after this? No, no. She was great. And you know what? I I wanted to be well balanced. Ali, I wanted to have a South Asian person's recipe represented. And then I have a, I'm going to say Western person based on her name and the photo that they had up. Uh, (laughs) But once again, both of them did not have bad comments, but, but I just want to show you the difference. I wanted to illustrate the difference in how both these lassies are prepared with no, with absolutely no judgment. Okay. So we're going to start with Dasana's recipe. First, and she's her first indication is crush green cardamoms. First, take a mortar and pestle, take eight to ten green cardamom pods and crush them lightly, then remove the husk and crush the seeds. They mention you can skip the first two steps if you're using pre-made ground cardamom um, and add one teaspoon of ground cardamom to the yogurt while blending. If it's cardamom in small amounts, yeah, like a tea for a couple of people. A dessert. Sure. Never skip that Never step. skip. Never skip. Never get ground bagged nope. cardamom. No. Nope. You always get it uh, in the husk. It's just always going to be fresher. Okay. Just think about freshly cracked pepper yeah. versus bagged black pepper. It's always going to be better. So yeah, I would, I would even ignore that little instruction. But And for yeah. our listeners who are saying, I don't know my way around on cardamom, it is a little green uh, seed packet seed, right? And inside, when you break open that husk, as Ali mentioned, these little black seeds will come out. Think of like slightly bigger poppy seeds. Is that fair to say in, sure. in, in description? Sure. That is what you're going to use, not the husk. Throw away the husk. And now yeah. we're going to crush these seeds, those little black ones, into a fine yeah. powder. There's like three to six ish in it, each uh, in each husk. It's not a ton. So what she's talking about is like a total of whatever. I can't do the math quickly enough, yeah. but uh, she's talking about less than 30 uh, little seeds Ex- that you're going to crush. Exactly. Exactly, my friend. Her next uh, category is whisk, curd, or yogurt. In a large bowl or pan, take two cups of fresh chilled yogurt or homemade curd. Next, with a handheld wooden churner called a mandaini in Hindi, or an immersion blender or a wired whisk, whip the curd until it becomes smooth. Or whip the yogurt. Curd is another word for yogurt in India. It is just synonymous. Do not think cheese curd. Do not think poutine. Do not think uh, squeaky anything. Just it's another word for yogurt. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And once again, I believe that this person is making their own yogurt. They're fermenting it and, and, and that's why it's going this way, right? It reeks of authenticity, and this person knows what they're doing is all I can say, right? So the curd or yogurt should be smooth before you add any other ingredients to that. All right. Now, add the four to five tablespoons of sugar or, as needed, to your liking. As we say in Italian, quanto basta, however much you need. Uh, That's what you're going to do. Four to five tablespoons of sugar. I may have said teaspoons. It's tablespoon, the larger spoon. Pour one cup of cold water or cold milk, if you prefer, for a thicker lassie, add a half cup of water versus a full cup or milk, and do not add any other liquids. Now begin to churn or blend the lassie mixture with that wooden churner I mentioned, or an immersion blender or a wired whisk. Keep churning, blending, or whisking until the sugar dissolves, and you see a nice frothy layer on top. This was very important, the frothy layer. I saw it on many recipes and they all said frothy layer is important. (laughs) Sure. So uh, now you're going to add a teaspoon, the smaller spoon of crushed cardamom powder. Remember, we were mortar and pestling the seeds a moment ago. Um, And 10 to 12 crushed saffron strands. 
That seems like a lot of saffron to me, but anyways. That's a fair amount of saffron. Okay. Uh, pour the lassi in a tall glass and serve. You can add ice cubes to your lassi if you, lassi if you prefer. Garnish with a pinch or two of ground cardamom powder, two or three crushed saffron strands, or chopped nuts. And it says here, serve this sweet lassi recipe straight away. Don't mess around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fresh. You know. So that is the Sana Amit's recipe. Now I'm going to give you a mango lassi recipe. And this is taken from simplyrecipes.com by Elise Bauer. Once again, no judgment. I'm not saying Elise's recipe is, is bad. I'm just going to give you the, the two different versions, right? The mango lassi. A little, I'm, I'm sensing a little judgment. I'm sensing no, no, a little, it's, just, it's just the other one requires a lot of you know, thought and you got to know what you're doing. Do you don't mess around with that first episode, that first recipe, you got to follow that recipe and do a good job. This one here, one cup of chopped ripe mangoes, frozen chopped mangoes or canned mango pulp, one cup of plain yogurt, half a cup of milk, four teaspoons of honey or sugar, dash of ground cardamom, optional, ice, mm -hmm. optional. So here are, here are the two steps that she's giving us. Put the mango, yogurt, milk, honey, and cardamom into a blender and blend for two minutes. If you want more of a milkshake-like consistency and it's a hot day, either blend in some ice uh, or serve over ice cubes. Pour the contents into a glass and sprinkle a tiny pinch of cardamom to serve. The lassi can be kept refrigerated for up to 24 hours. And that's and that's that recipe, Ali. I just I, I just needed to share worthy with you. worthy comparison worthy comparison. I just I, just, I, just, I love that my last words were like yes, serve right away, fresh. And then she goes in the opposite. But anyway, Ugh. at least it wasn't like we'll keep for a week. But yeah, no, no. no but okay. this is but that you know what you just did there. Yeah. If we got started researching this, we could probably unearth a thousand examples of oh. that. Without even trying yeah. about, you know, authenticity versus mm -hmm. like uh, loosey goosey interpretations. And, you know, I'm all for a loosey goosey interpretation, but then you should be calling it something else. Now, yeah. now you're inviting trouble by calling it a lessee and making yeah. it in any, you know, any old fashioned way and not really fully appreciating what its purpose was, what its history is, what its legacy is and, and what its enjoyment is, is really all about. I appreciate the passion. I appreciate the passion that I've seen doing the research. You know, I'm often accused by you about focusing solely on Italian food and only having passion for Italian food. Clearly, like that's not the case at all. I mean, I have as much passion for this drink, this beverage. Um, but I loved seeing that because it's like, you know, there's people are saying, that's not how my grandmother makes it. That's not how my mother makes it. That's not how my yeah. aunties make it. Right. And I'm like, I love this. I love this. Uh, some <laughs> final tips. While serving sweet lassie, garnish with some chopped nuts like pistachio or almonds. Salted lassies, lassies, pardon my pronunciation, can be topped with fresh mint, coriander leaves, a light sprinkling of roasted cumin powder, red chili powder, or cayenne pepper, or, and this is why I wanted to bring this, chat masala. I love it. There you go. I love it. I, yeah. didn't, know about, I didn't know about chat masala and lassie. I've never, we've yeah. never gone there. Okay. You had mentioned it earlier, so I had to bring it back. So there you go. That's that's my it. that's my dissertation on the lassi. I hope you enjoyed. Not it. Not a bad dissertation. I mean, you okay. you gave it a beginning, middle, and an end. Look at your oh. conclusion with Chat oh. Masala. Look at you. He's a folks. Don't think that this man does not put hard work into this podcast. Just bringing it all home. Good for you. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> that. I enjoyed that. I thought it was going to be a very easy research and it took me an hour and a half and I was just like, I don't care. I'm having a great no, time. No, and in fact, the most difficult part of this is going to be editing your volume levels later because oh, of sure. your excitement and your passion and your outrage. I mean, oh. there's a lot of different emotions coming out of you. Good for you, buddy. You oh, stayed. Man. You kept it all together while I talked about chat. You let your mouth water. And then it felt like a gun went off and you went right into Lussie. I love it. Not once did you, uh, you know, get mad about me correcting your pronunciation. You took it all in stride. Oh, man. Life's good, buddy. Life's good. So a great, a really great summer episode. I mean, yeah. you know, as you, you know, incorrectly said at the beginning, not technically. So, fine. Not technically. Sure. Summer. Sure. Listen, as warm weather starts, yeah. some of you live in warm weather. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are great episodes. These are oh. great. These are great episodes. I should say this is a great episode, but these are sure. great uh, recipes. 
to accompany you on hot days. I mean, so flavorful. Uh, health benefits are there. You know, chaunt, maybe not, but fantastic snack. Yeah. Fantastic snack. You don't think the health benefits are there? That's fine. Follow it up with a fantastic salad. But 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 start a meal with a with a chaat. Man, I tell you, the first people we're gonna have over at our house are gonna get chaat. It's just it's it. too it's too top of mind at this oh, point. Man. I need to do something with it. I had a great time, Ali, on this episode. I just enjoyed it from start to finish, I gotta I say. Okay, uh, buddy. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. This has been this podcast is delicious. We see you back here in two weeks yes. with another episode to get you excited about your life and food and drink and uh, and 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 hopefully great weather that we're all having. Indeed, all indeed. Listen, tell your friends about this podcast. I know we have a lot of loyal fans. Let people know we're out there. Tell them to listen. Uh, send your love in any way, shape, or form you can on our social medias, which are at this podcast is delicious. That's all I got to say. That's it. I I, uh, I threw out a I'm Ali Hassan to signal to you to say oh. I'm Marco Timpano. Yeah. You ignored it, uh, but that was a good thing because, okay. of course, a little bit of you know letting people know where to find us on socials is also fantastic. Um, we'll see you again real soon until we eat and drink 